Welcome to the Confluence Investment Management Bi-Weekly Asset Allocation Report for May 22nd, 2023. I'm Phil Adler. New home sales have been trending higher lately, even with mortgage rates rising rapidly in recent months. Confluence Chief Market Strategist Bill O'Grady joins us today to explain why and discuss whether it's worthwhile to mine this trend for investment opportunities. Bill, the rise in interest rates means, of course, that it costs more to buy a home unless prices go down. How are home prices responding to this rise in interest rates? Although we don't discuss this issue in our formal report, we we should note that there are numerous home price indices. The reason is that home prices are tricky to measure because homes are all unique. Because there are multiple indices, we are seeing different readings on home prices, but all of them are suggesting at best a sharp deceleration in home prices, and a couple of them are showing yearly declines, which is rare. Given the significant rise in interest rates, why aren't home prices falling even further? Well, you know, Phil, that's really the question. Essentially, we have a situation where the vast majority of homeowners have currently financed their homes at rates below current mortgage rates, creating a disincentive for existing homeowners to list their homes and move to another. Second, due to the strong labor markets, homeowners aren't being forced to sell due to adverse circumstances. As we discussed several months ago, the pandemic accelerated baby boom retirements, and this factor, coupled with immigration restrictions, has led to a labor market being quite tight. Thus, layoffs are not forcing homeowners to liquidate, so most homeowners are content to stay in their current homes, meaning there is little pressure from the supply side of the existing home sales market to push prices down. Bill, we mentioned that home sales have been trending higher recently. So would you say that home prices are overall affordable? Not really. Here's a couple of metrics. First, in the report, we've created a measure of affordability based on the weekly earnings of a non-supervisory worker. This earnings number is representative measure of what a normal worker is earning per week. We compare that number to the mortgage payment generated from using a 30-year fixed mortgage rate based on the median home price. Now, that reading currently is about two and a half weeks, meaning that a normal worker is working more than half a month just to service the mortgage. From the mid-1980s into the great financial crisis, that, that number tended to range between two to two and a half weeks, so we're at the top of that range. But we would also point out that this calculation has jumped over the past 15 months. In February of 2022, for example, this number was reading below two weeks. Another way of looking at this is an index created by the National Association of Realtors called the Housing Affordability Index. The last time we had a reading this low on the affordability index, mortgages were carrying a rate of 9.9%. This index, which is similar to ours, measures incomes, mortgage rates, and home prices. Housing is currently expensive. Bill, at this point, Let me try to sum up where we are right now, since this seems to be a fairly rare combination of of circumstances. Housing is expensive, even though prices are declining. Meanwhile, sales are holding up well as prospective buyers deal with this limited supply that you mentioned. There seems to be a lot going on here. Now, 
part of the reason or a main reason for the limited supply, you say existing homeowners are reluctant to move and give up their low interest rate mortgages. Let's dig a little bit further. Besides the data on existing home sales, are there statistics on mobility that suggest perhaps a long-term sea change in Americans' moving habits is underway? Annual migration rates, which are calculated by the Census Bureau, are down to 8.7%, near the lowest since the data started to be collected in 1947. From 1947 into the 1960s, migration was running at 20%, so it's been declining for a while. A big part of this decline is attributed to an aging population, but the current home price situation does contribute to this lack of mobility. Does the work-at-home trend have a significant impact on home prices and home sales? Well, we think so, although getting hard data on this is difficult. We know, for example, there's been a notable downtrend in miles driven that began after the great financial crisis. Anecdotally, we're hearing reports of offices being partly filled and workers making hybrid schedules. The price action and office REITs supports the idea that occupancy is reduced. Work from home can allow workers to buy home far from urban centers, which might make a daily commute intolerable, but on a part-time basis, it works. We also know that during the pandemic, there was a race for space. I'm going to work from home. I want more space to both live and work. And this prompted home sales far away from cities. Bill, do you think the low proportion of existing homes on the market will remain as long as interest rates on new mortgages remain well above rates on existing mortgages? Yes, although there's another factor we should mention, which is the state of the labor market. If we end up with a deep recession that triggers widespread job losses, the unemployed may lose their homes, which would boost the supply and lower prices. What are the chances that current interest rates will decline, say in case of a recession, narrowing the, the gap between new and existing mortgage rates? Would this help bring more existing homes on the market? It should. Well, how much must interest rates decline, do you think, to significantly stimulate sales of existing homes? Well, unfortunately, they're going to have to fall a lot. Over 70% of homeowners now carry a mortgage of 4% or less, so a decline of about 250 basis points would be necessary just to start the conversation. Well, since demand for homes continues to exceed a limited supply and existing homes currently remain relatively scarce in the marketplace, I imagine new home construction is ramped up. Is that in fact happening? Well, not for single-family starts. There has been a strong lift in multifamily starts, but now we expect that to change, which is the gist of this report. Some of the adjustment is due to falling prices for new homes, too. Home builders had to clear inventory of, of what they built as conditions worsened. In addition, there was a large backlog in properties that were authorized but not started. That backlog has been declining. As new homes are being built, there are anecdotal reports suggesting home builders are building spec homes with lower price points and fewer amenities. This development is consistent with declines we've been seeing in new home prices. Well, I've read about the lack of construction labor and in some places a, a scarcity of open land. Are these challenges having a major impact on home builders and new home prices? Well, it's always important to remember with housing that regions matter. On a yearly basis, single-family starts are down everywhere but the Northeast. But some of this is due to the fact that there are fewer single-family homes built in that region. 
Meanwhile, residential construction employment growth has declined to 1.3% on a yearly basis compared to 8.1% growth in May of 2022. It does appear that the slowdown in building activity is finally starting to ease employment demand. How about the cost of lumber and materials? Well, overall, building material prices have declined pretty sharply. The PPI for building materials is down 17% from last year. But within this broad category, there's some important divergences. You know, for example, lumber prices have, have settled down quite a bit. First quarter of 2022, lumber prices were running about $1,200 per thousand board feet. That's down now to $348 per thousand board feet. On the other hand, concrete prices at the producer level up 13% over last year with concrete blocks up 13.7%. Well, Bill, turning to the question of investing now, have stocks of home builders been trending higher in this environment? They have. It appears the financial markets are expecting that new home sales activity is going to be supported due to the conditions we've discussed, which essentially means that because existing home sales will be constrained, new home sales will benefit. Are these stocks attractive now for new money, or are we late to the game? I think we might be a bit late, or equity investors are getting ahead of themselves. We still think a recession is looming, and that factor remains a risk for home prices. Well, finally, if we do experience what you predict, a garden-style recession, perhaps beginning later this year, do you see a major across-the-board decline in home prices? Well, I, I still feel this is an unappreciated risk in the financial markets. Home prices rarely decline, but when they do, they often trigger significantly negative events for the economy. The Great Depression and Great Financial Crisis were preceded by declines in nominal home values. So far, we haven't seen serious declines at the national level, most likely because of the strong labor market. But if layoffs start to develop, as we expect, falling home prices could cause a deep downturn and not just a garden variety type. This is because homes are the largest asset for most households. When home prices fall, homeowners feel poorer and are thus likely to spend less. The massive rise in home prices due to the pandemic and the low mortgage rates have created conditions that call for at least a period of stagnant home prices. The risk is that if home prices decline significantly, it will be difficult to avoid a more serious downturn. Thank you, Bill. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. Be aware that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler. 